Okay, we are almost ready to go. Um, what do you think about my voice? Do you do you think the voice? I'm, is... I'm hearing oh, you good. Oh, okay, you're there. Wow, yeah. what a shocking surprise! Hello, hello, hello. Oh. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Fine, fine. I'm I'm fine. It's a very nice day. Uh, I'm very glad what, what, you're that still? you're here. Yeah. Is Matt with you? Hello. Hello, Matt. How are Hello. you? I'm in England. Oh, okay. We have a dreadful weather here as well. It's always sunny here in Cornwall. Always. Yeah, always. And at night. <laughs> and at night. Oh, wow. No, no it's raining have... here. No, yes, absolutely awful. Yes. Yeah. Um. So let me... I think we're almost ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thank you guys for doing this. Um, we it's have, all right. Yeah. We have quite a lot of uh, listeners already. Um, so just Excellent. in case, let's make some quick introductions. What do you think? Yeah. Why not? Uh, my right. name is Matt Clark, and I make, <laughs> I make terrible games called. Back Our I'm Jonathan Bokes, and I, I just copy and paste ghost stories. Yeah. And never finish <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you me <laughs> yeah so my name is Agustin Cordes and uh I'm I did scratches and asylum and we I I didn't do asylum we are doing it um yeah and I wanted to say that well Darkfall was one of the games that inspired scratches and Barrow Hill. Oh is no, it's one of my questions. One of my questions. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, oh, sorry, sorry. I, <laughs> okay. I'm, okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. No, no, no. Only joking. It's, oh, um, but yeah. It's, maybe we can go ahead with we, the questions. We, we've been, we've known each other for a long time, haven't we? Really. Well, yeah. So, yeah. A lot of time. Well, eighteen years. More or less eighteen years, and I think oh. this is actually the first time we are talking to each other. I know. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did meet Matt in, in Gamescom a few years ago. Yeah. We never yeah. met personally. Yeah, uh, forgettable. Very forgettable. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. No, are you going to go to Gamescom? Well, asylum? it's always the plan, of course. Um, yeah. Maybe next year, hopefully. I definitely want to make a comeback because Gamescom is, is real fun. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done one with um, with Black and Rock, funnily enough. <laughs> What's that? Hang on, I'll just try and remember. Uh, uh, to go next year, actually, because it, it, like you say, it was good fun, and it would be quite fun if we finally met in a way. I wonder if there'll be a big thunderstorm then as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about we make a deal? How about we all come back to Gamescom next year with all our games finished? What do you think? Yeah. Well, we should be millionaires. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> That'll be amazing. Okay, so the, to to the people listening to us, uh, how's the connection? How's the quality? Do you, do you hear us? Is anybody out there? Just remember, we we are reading everything you're you're saying. So uh, if if you have feedback, just go ahead and let us know. Okay, guys. So whenever you're ready to go. Okay. Well, I shall. Shall I ask the questions that are actually on Discord first? 
No, 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 no. Uh, Let, let's start with yeah. our question first. Yeah, we won't we... start with number one on that one. Let's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, right, how, this is one from me. How do you cope with game development, given you have a big growing family, <laughs> and also you have other commitments? So, uh, yeah, how do you cope? Because uh, I've wondered that. Much. Yeah, it's not easy, I have to say. It's really not yeah. that easy. Um, it got some time getting getting used to it. So we, we have two kids now. Uh, the, yeah. the first one is five years old. And we just had another one recently. He's uh, six months old. And mm -hmm. this, the, the first months, you are completely... Uh, I mean... I mean you you chaos, you have yeah. very you have barely any time left so maybe it's uh three months that you are in a different so do you, do you, world do you designate certain hours of the week to game development and so you can squeeze oh, some in or i mean now yes i uh i, I treat game development as a job of course so i, I designate yeah. some some hours uh eight hours per day more or less i try not to not to crunch I, I don't think it's uh, it's, yeah. it's healthy. I did it during scratches, but right now yeah. when you when you crunch and you have less energy, that's less time you dedicate to the family. So yeah. I have to be more responsible. So you, you like almost like more organic now, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult to 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 make it work, but it's doable. You know, it's yeah, doable. yeah. No, I understand. Uh, so yeah, so. Which next question would be, uh, why are you a huge fan of Lovecraft, which I know to be a yes, and what cool story that got you interested in Lovecraft? Okay. Um, yes, <laughs> I am a big fan of uh -huh. Lovecraft. Um, yeah. what, what I like the most in his stories are, is, the, is the atmosphere, you know, the, the way... Yeah. The, the time he dedicates to create a believable and very engrossing atmosphere. Um, yeah. The story that got me started with Lovecraft and still one of my favorite ones is The Color Out of Space. Um, it's a book. Oh, okay, my, yeah. yeah, my father had that book and it had four stories, uh, some of Lovecraft's best. It was uh, Call of Cthulhu, The Color Out of Space, the color out of space, the whisperer in right. darkness, and at the mountains of madness. So that's what get what got me started, and I really enjoy his style. Yeah, and were you a fan of other horror? Right, oh, single yes. out Lovecraft or yes. King, maybe? No, yeah, no, I was yeah. already a fan of of horror. Um, I began watching horror movies at a very young yeah. age, like Friday the 13th when I was seven years old, which wasn't healthy, but, you know, I'm, I'm still here, and I'm not a yeah. serial killer or anything. And you're still, you're still sane, obviously. More or less, more or less. Yeah. So, yes, I, I was yeah, already I, a fan of horror before uh, meeting Lovecraft, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So how did, you, how did you end up watching all these horror movies at the age? Is old? Um, is this misspent youth, or well, I did think... you have someone giving you them? No, no. I think it was uh, my my parents weren't very re responsible, you could say. <laughs> so um, okay, unknowingly, I would go to the video store, you know, and 
yeah. get some horror movies and my mother thought, thought okay that that's fine i guess <laughs> and yeah. that's how i i was watching some really weird stuff at that age i think i think we were we were like that with um nightmare on elm street it was case you go to the video shop and you're trying to look at all the pictures on the back of the the cassette case he's trying to work out what it'd be and eventually i think yeah they they did the same they kind of said to us oh look just watch the buddy movies you know rather than go to the video shop and just stare at the video cassettes on the ship exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think yep. yeah Nightmare on Elm Street, i remember being one of the ones we weren't supposed to watch and, and poltergeist actually was another one that we watched really young mm. and we weren't supposed to watch and it, it kind of stayed peace oh. with you i think that movie poltergeist it gave me yeah. actual nasty nightmares for many many months like that's yeah it's, one a, of the... it's a it's a weird one in different ways i mean emma harry's scared of the the, the clown the the i'm from the other i found the uh the cloud coming down the stairs the egg ectoplasm cloud yeah for me it was the guy scratching his face off yes after the guy scratching his chicken. face yeah that was <laughs> terrible no though that that was horrible that that yeah. scene whoa Oof. but a great movie anyway i know at least we remember them that's the good yeah thing. yeah of course right next question yes what what made you create an adventure, as in opposed to an Unreal kind of shooter or an FPS or an RPG? What was it about adventure games that made you want to make one? Well, I I enjoyed gaming uh, as, from a young age as well. Uh, so yeah. I, I used to play a lot of, uh, you know, uh, casual games uh, like Space Invaders, Saxon, Jumpman. Like I, I love gaming in general. But yeah. it was when I played King's Quest that it blew my mind. Oh, okay, you know? yeah. So uh, it felt like an interactive book. And since I loved reading around that age, uh, it left yeah. a very lasting impression on me. So I've always so it was, wanted... It was the, yeah, so yeah. it was the narrative side of things you liked. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yes. yes. But, okay, I think I'm probably the same, actually. Yeah. But it does lead yeah. me to my next question, which is... Dun, dun, dun. Dun. This is my favorite. This one's for me. Why do you so much? <laughs> Wait, I, I actually didn't get the question. It, uh, it got why, a bit why do you hate mist so much? Oh, okay. Oh, As well, um, you know, it's a very easy answer. The game is crap. So, <laughs> you know, really. I mean, <laughs> just, oh, ask a stupid question. You know, what but, yeah. Okay, do you want a serious answer? Do you want a well, serious what's answer? The, what's, what's the crappiest thing to you? The the sorry? The... What's the crappiest part of Mist? Oh, okay. Uh it feels empty, like an empty shell. The story yeah. feels like an accessory. And the gameplay is based too much on trial and error, which I don't like. Yeah. It kind of leaves you to your own devices and you do stuff and it doesn't have a meaning, you know, that's yeah, kind of what yeah. I Yeah, I mean, about. the way I see this now is it's very much a game of its time. People had more time. I mean, I spent months trying to finish Mist with no walkthroughs and I think I probably should have actually just gone outside and met some other people and yeah. <laughs> do something else rather than sitting indoors trying to solve Mist. but still got very fond memories and I think scratches is a point and click game at the end of the day it's a it's a three it's a, a 2d puzzle solving game so i always just like to refer to them as mist clones uh, yes um, yes but i, I wonder mean, how you feel about it ah of course i don't i can't deny that uh even if it's 
indirectly, right? Scratches yeah. does have some uh, influence from from mist, but the true influences of scratches are, are uh, also games that came before mist and that includes first person adventure so i really dislike yeah. when you know the community always uh said like oh a first person adventure so it's a mist clone okay well no there has been first person adventures before mist okay yeah it was very lazy uh that uh, you're always stuck in a box. I mean, I think the big difference between Scratches or even Darkfall and Mist is the fact that we have an inventory for one. So there's yeah. there's inventory puzzles there, and you just don't. It's very much a dislocated kind of ambient experience rather than an actual physical horror adventure. Yeah, I mean, mm. I it's it's a fine game, really. I mean, it's not that crappy. It's just not the right game for me. Okay. Did you try Riven? <laughs> Oh yes, I think it's yeah. much worse. It's that that's that's real crappy, really. That's, oh, that's good. You don't hate Mist as much as Riven. That's good. Oh, of course not. All right, next question. <laughs> All right, this one I think is from a player, and I got this question from someone on Twitter. Okay. But it's it's an asylum question, and it's have you or someone you know had an experience of mental health issues? Okay, so not in the family no um right i mean i i, I do have uh, acquaintances with with mental health issues but but nothing so maybe um uh close okay um we we did yeah. visit a mental institute in argentina to uh, research asylum so uh we, we we did do some some homework you know to to try to bring some yeah. realism to the game yeah no i mean from everything i've seen it looks like it's going to be absolutely brilliant you know i'm really looking forward to it um thank you it's, it's it, well it's gonna it's got a very distinct change to have this kind of uh, 1970s horror look you know it's kind of found its mm -hmm. own identity and do you think sometimes it needs projects need time to actually go wrong before Oh yes, they, they do need time. It's very difficult to make games these days, especially long games with such, you know, detail. Yeah. Yeah. Right, next. What yes. nationality is Michael in Scratches? Oh, okay, I know. This is a controversial question, okay. I know. So... I know. <laughs> just, say, just say Mid-Atlantic. Well... <laughs> He's Mid-Atlantic. <laughs> Uh, he was meant to be British, but I couldn't find uh, the right sounding actor for him at the time yeah. because I kind of wanted to have a more uh, neutral voice for him. And, yeah. and John Bell showed up and he had a great um, uh, experience, you know, making voice for adventure games. So I decided yeah, what to... Yeah, what, what other adventures he... Because the, the name's familiar and I can't uh, think what he, what he was in. What, I, it was I a think he did tons of Nancy Drew adventures. Oh, okay. Right, Some yeah. indie adventures. Uh, many. I yeah. don't know how many I mean, now, to, but many. <laughs> to me, it's part and parcel. You know, having different accents in those kind of games, to me, it's very much that kind of 1970s horror thing again where lots of characters would either be dubbed really badly or... Yes, it's fun. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Right. Next question. Yes. Right. 
Okay. Is there right? This one is from online, I think. Is there any way you can find and publish your original Scratches demo? Actually, this one's from. Uh... Is there any way you can find and publish your original Scratches demo, the point-and-click slideshow one? Actually, I do remember playing it. That one is online, somewhere. Oh, is it? I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Going on about. I'm pretty sure that I posted the files here on Discord. Even I'm. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. If not, I, I'll after the interview I'll upload the files, but that that is still available. I don't know if yeah, you can get to run it, but it, it's still around. Right. Next yes. question has just come in from Discord, uh -huh. which is: Would Augustine try again with a Charles Ward? I seem to remember you did a Kickstarter for that one, didn't you? Uh, Was it a Kickstarter uh, for Asylum? Yes. No, for uh, Charles Dexter Ward. Oh, sorry, I complete. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. So if if I'm was, going to try again with Charles Dexter Ward, if I'm going to try it again, um, honestly, I don't know. I I don't feel like making that game now. Uh, Do you feel I, negative after after the Kickstarter? It's it was it was on the Kickstarter itself. I mean the the campaign was fine and the reception that we had from the adventure yeah. game community was very positive. So I have no complaints or regrets in that regard. But uh, the reaction we had from fans of Lovecraft was a bit more uh, mixed. So and, oh, okay, right. And we there's been so many straight uh, Lovecraft games recently that. Yeah. I just don't don't think it's a good moment for the game. So maybe someday. You, uh, I don't know. Did you play um, Call of Cthulhu? Not yet. Not. Right. I, I, don't I played the original to. Xbox one, and that was that was really quite cool. But so much of the last one, I thought it was a bit I don't know indie, but was promoted as being a big AAA. It didn't really feel like it. But uh, I have yet to play Sink Port to that one. Hmm. I definitely want to want to play them uh, when when I find the time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I reserve judgment and, and, until I do. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Next question. Yes. What? Right. This one we got asked a few times, so it's okay. basically a simplified version of the same question. What was the inspiration behind Rothbury and Northumberland as a setting for Scratches? Okay, that's a very good question because um, so here's here's the my reasoning. I wanted to make a game based in the UK because yeah. I love the setting. I was inspired by Hammer movies, etc. So uh, that yeah. was for sure. It, it had to be based in the UK. So when I began researching uh, your lovely country and tried to come up with the right setting, <laughs> yeah. I needed a quaint small town that's not that's somehow you know uh, not very popular something uh, in yeah. the outskirts and Rothery came up and yeah. one of the reasons why I decided to go with that down is because there is a, a, an actual person in Rothery a famous engineer with a house similar to Blackwood Manor and I don't remember the name but someone mentioned him here on, on Discord recently, so uh, yeah. it felt like just the right place for the Scratches story. It was very yeah. uh, lifelike, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, it's um, it's just a funny thing, because obviously people always say, whereabouts is supposed to be? And I think it's because Northumberland isn't supposed to know it. It's quite, a, it's quite far north, Northumberland, so you've definitely got that isolated, exactly. less popular, the, the south feel. I mean, you could find places that were 
I'm sure, like you can in Cornwall, in fact. Exactly, so, uh, no, yeah. I've, I've always thought it was quite fun. I know Matt always raises his eyebrows a little bit because he's always a bit, where is this supposed to be? <laughs> but that's amateur archaeologists for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Where is this supposed to be? And what accent is this? What accent is this? Well, I, I've always wanted to reward people, you know, so if they want to uh, investigate the game and look into the details, like they will yeah. find there's a, a reasoning behind things. So that was the idea. Right. I've got another question just come in from Discord. Okay. How did A, that's you, get into game development? Did you have any previous profession that helped basically, you know, oil the wheels of your industry? So yeah, uh, you could say that. So I have, I had some background in programming, which I, I think it's, it's something I always recommend. It's always good to know programming if you want to get into games. Uh, it gives yeah. you a very good overview of the of the whole process. So uh, my father taught me programming at a very young age. So uh, oh. I kind of made my own little experiments in in ASCII. Yeah. You know, like actual. Oh, just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very yeah. very rough and i kind of lost all of those uh over the years sadly but uh they were like interactive fiction games with some primitive graphics and oh, okay i've always wanted to make a game like king's quest you know uh yeah like combining those passions horror movies and adventure games that that, that was always something i wanted to do but well it's, anyway it's interesting you're saying that you know it was king's quest that influenced you into making games in the first but you you uh, all your games have been first person asylum is first person and scratches is first person Yes. Do you, do you secretly have a desire to do a Sierra style game, maybe? No, 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 no. no. I do like the first person approach, but you know what? Yeah. There's something that King's Quest had that you can still find in my games, and that's yeah. how uh, King's Quest encourage, encourages you to explore, you know, and it gives you freedom. Yeah. So that aspect is always present. I, I put you in this setting. And allow you to uh, move well. Yeah, I mean, I mean exactly like you do it with Darkfall. Uh, yeah. Li like the sandbox approach. So King's Quest yeah. has some sort of sandbox approach. Um, anyway, wait to to go back to the question. I had some. Um, I was working in a telephony company, so I was doing software and uh, all those annoying answering machines. You know. Uh, that right. was what I what, what I did before getting into game de development. Yeah, yeah. I think I was working at a Japanese restaurant at the time. It was a <laughs> quite a little bit different. Right. Another question from Discord. What did A his father do? Was he a programmer? Oh, I'm guessing um, that's just come in. Yeah. This yeah. is from he, Kids, isn't it? He he, he oh, exactly. He, he, he was a programmer and he actually worked at that same telephony company. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, I, I worked with him for a, for a period of time. And, well, you know, when I played Darkfall, uh, yeah. which seemed like, wait, this is an actually a very fine game. And wait a moment, like one guy did that in the UK. I was like... I can do that too. Come on, um, easier no, I, think, I think that was always that was always the cool thing. I mean, I think someone the other day on Twitter said to me, "It's like the only thing that that Darkfall really influenced me to doing was actually just seeing the fact that it was possible." So they thought I could mostly, you know, I can do better than that. 
No, I think that's no. quite. I think it's quite a cool thing, you know. I, didn't, I didn't mean no. I didn't mean like yeah. better that, than that. I mean, I I didn't think it was going to be. Uh, I think that's why Matt makes games as well. No, it it definitely yeah. was a game yeah. that uh, maybe it was the lightning. The lightning. Ah, ah, you're still there. I, I am here, yeah. yeah. What, what what happened? You, d you just dropped out for a moment. Don't worry. No one will <gasps> oh, okay, okay. No, I, I'm, I'm still alive. Don't worry. I'm still alive. Um, no, I mean, right. de you, definitely... Another... Are you, are you you I think we are speaking on top of each other now. Oh, okay. Are we in sync again? Are yeah, we? so... Okay, okay, fine. Anyway, let, right. let, let's move it's, on. Ne yeah, it's all, it's all got still looking forward to any other adventure games coming up. Um, well, Nancy. there's many. Nancy Drew, Nancy Drew. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm definitely I'm looking, looking to. Watch to um, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, many indie adventure games, uh, some that have introduced here uh, in our community. For example, the. Um, uh, Purgatory, uh, the Diamond, the Diamond Crown, I think. Uh, right. Well, so do you, you know, basically play indie games? Pixel art, old-fashioned adventure games. That's my thing yeah. now, mostly. And and, most and, and yours, sorry, and yours, yeah. of course, guys, and your your adventures oh, too, thank obviously, you, obviously. Thank you, Argentina. Twelve points. Twelve points. <laughs> 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 right. Next question. Yes. Do you do you know anyone? This is the same as the other one. Do you know anyone from Northumberland, or have you ever visited Northumberland? I can guess you can say no and no. No, unfortunately, no. Uh, I never visited for, for the production of scratches. We never left Argentina, even. I oh, mean, this is this is a good one instead. Then okay. And it links with another question. Which one shall I ask first? Ooh, this one? One. Right. Is it true that Scratches is the first commercial game from Argentina? And how mm, does, does that make you feel? Not the first commercial game. Don't the tell them that. I know. I have to be transparent and honest. No, no, no. It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> the first commercial adventure game, yes. Right. Uh, and okay. possibly, I mean, in any case, it was like the third commercial game so it's almost like among the very first for sure where did where was it published to begin with you were in uh, um, usa uh, uh did you get a european i can't remember was there yeah, a european yeah, yeah. release <clears throat> it was published in germany france spain italy yeah. russia uk uh, no uk no usa canada and some other uh, poland some smaller countries too yeah, because I had a look at my copy that I have as a um, American uh, uh, God Game one. Exactly. And I suddenly thought, was it ever released in the UK? And I'm guessing, sadly not. No, we actually a publisher scammed us. Go figure, you know, we're publishers scamming them. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we love the oh, story. Actually, my <laughs> current ones are great. Can't say yeah, it's um, it's yeah, it's good you got published all over Europe though. That's really cool because mm. it means that's why you know, yeah, it's it translated into all the languages as well because that would be brilliant. Portugal even, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's been around, yeah. Well, yeah, in, in which cases then it it probably is very likely to be the first game from Argentina that was globally published, maybe. 
that's probably yes that will be the case the first globally published game sure yes that was i think so i think that's definitely has to be really i think so so yes here's another question just quickly Mm -hmm. if you could make a game out of nowhere with no budget constraints what would you make scratches (laughs) (laughs) scratches too no no no, really it's you know it's uh it's the game i wanted to make um if i had budget um i don't know that 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 one is difficult it's 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 because maybe you're like me i always like to have a bit of a constraint you know sometimes i've picked engines that aren't the top engines so i don't have to take myself too seriously or the game too seriously because you know when you're on your own it can actually get quite overwhelming so suddenly the idea of someone saying you've got a huge budget and you can do whatever you like i mean i can understand that you wouldn't instantly think oh yeah that would be a great experience because well, it, it, it would probably be quite stressful. I, I actually, I think that's the case. I love the yeah. constraint. I think that, you know, uh, greater, like, good things come when you have con- constraints. So, yes, I think that that will be the answer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've really enjoyed being in Unity recently. Uh, much faster production. But again, you know, it's going with Unity rather than going with Unreal. Uh, Biggest deciding factor for me was the fact it's got lots of plugins that help me do all the programming that I can't do. Oh yes, um, yes. yeah. I mean, it's not would much you, of a would difference you make a between Unreal. Game and Unreal? Yeah, Asylum we are doing it in Unreal, and it it has some things that are better, some things that are worse. Uh, it's just big engines. If if you ask me, okay, if I had the budget and I can do anything I want, I would yeah. try to do my own engine again with it bigger team and we do we do it exactly as we as we want because the problem we 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 are seeing is that sure we we are managing to do some really cool stuff in unreal but yeah we could do it even better if we have more uh control over the end you know and that's frustrating now uh the the kinds of games we make which are not the typical 3D games, you know. They they require more more fine tuning, so to speak. And these big engines, they are like too focused on a particular type of game. Uh, yeah, that's the problem, maybe. Well, I mean, I found last Christmas that you know I did a 3D game, and people were just like, "Oh my God, what the hell are you doing?" We know we know you for doing 2D adventure games, and we love you for 2D adventure games. So I'm quite right relaxed again about the fact that you know if it's 2d games that people want and I, I do like making them like you said i like the constraints i like the fact they're a particular type of genre uh sometimes you know you just you don't really want to reach for the stars you get you're quite happy basically still staring at the ground really exactly yeah yeah i've got a question here sure are there any crossovers from scratches to asylum sorry any sorry. any crossovers any characters oh. any references oh i mean sure uh, I love leaving, you know, uh, references and secret details. Nothing official, you know. So the, the, these are two separate stories. And while yeah. you will find nods to scratches, they are on that they don't have any impact on the storyline. So yeah. uh, look, look for them. Yeah. But they are, you don't have to find them. You know. So the fans will spot them. Yeah, of course. They, they spot everything. <laughs> I mean, I, I sometimes find if things get too self-referential, they become uh, less. Games. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> they become less dramatic. If everything's referencing something else, it can kind yeah, of narrative. I, 
I understand what you mean and I agree. Yes, yes. And there's also the danger that you're making other people feel excluded if they don't feel like they get the reference. Of course. Yeah, no, I, I think that's cool. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm really looking forward to Asylum. It's uh, It looks like a thick slice of proper adventure, well, gloomy and depressing. Why, almost. thank you. And this is the reason we like Scratches the other night. It was, well, yeah, we had a good night playing it. Very miserable feeling to the whole thing. Well, I, I like. I'm honestly scared because I think, I mean... Uh, people love scratches so much, and I'm always surprised. You know, I, I never expected it to be such an you know yeah. cult, cult classic. So uh, yeah, expectations I mean, are high for Asylum. Um, I can guarantee that the game is going to have the same spirit, the same approach, uh, very similar you know style of puzzles yeah. that are logical. Uh, no slider puzzles and those annoying things. Oh no! Um, oh, no, no! 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 <laughs> Instant refund, instant refund. Maybe oh, some bad Steam review. <laughs> Timed maze DLC, please. Oh, no Maybe some math puzzles. Why do you know? I want right. a slider before I, being able to save. Oh no, or a timed maze. Timed maze. Timed maze. Oh, we will. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, nothing like that. Right, so, next question mm -hmm. What happened to the Dagon engine? So, the Dagon engine is still around, and in fact, uh, there's an upcoming adventure that's been developed with the Dagon engine. It's called uh, Se Seclusion. Oh, excellent. Uh? I said, oh, excellent. Obviously, the question I think was it, people always wonder, well, because like you said, you'd, you'd rather work with your own engine and uh, Dagon was your engine. Would you yes. think about, you know, revamp Dagon 2? I mean, after Asylum, I'm going to make a decision and see what happens after the game if we have enough budget. I would love to tackle again the idea of doing uh, our, our own engine. Uh, Dagon is yeah. perfectly usable and it's open source. You can grab it yeah. from GitHub right now and do stuff with it. If I would pick that again, I would maybe, uh, you know, uh, rethink some aspects of the engine, like maybe writing it from scratch even. Yeah. Um, but after Asylum, of course. I recall engine because you had, um, I remember there was the Moving Skies at one point. There was, um, there was a few, I mean, what was it? It was DirectX 9, maybe. That was, no, no, no. That was OpenGL. That was the, the engine oh, okay. was called Scream in Scratches. Yeah. Um, that was OpenGL. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, like you said, I mean, you get a lot of kudos if not only making a game, but you've actually also created the engine to do it so that you don't need all the flash of something like Unreal to, to do the things you need to do. And I think it would get you a lot of kudos. Well, exactly. We don't say, well, you know, I created this engine. But in the case of Asylum, you know, we have, we do have 3D characters and lots of 3D elements like the arms of the protagonist. You pick up books, items, and you can yeah. rotate them in 3D. And doing yeah. 3D in your own engine is extremely complicated. Extremely complicated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I rely a lot on um, Adventure Creator for, for Unity. That's a, mm. a third-party plugin. And there's lots of things. There's a little way I've been able to make a new Dark Force, being able to rely on this engine, well, pretty much for everything. That's not actually just the, the narrative and the, and the world. Yeah. It's a fantastic plugin. Yeah. And it allows you to focus precisely on the game itself. Yeah, and great support as well, which is a, is, is is cool. But I mean, um, yeah, no, especially so far, it's, it's it tends to be the things I can't do, the things that slow me down. So here's another question. Let's see. Would A join forces and make 
What does that say? That says Super Group. Super game with three. Like the Voltron, the Voltron of adventure of horror adventure games. Uh, you know the so Voltron? What it is? This is from the, the, like the Dev Interaction page. I'm getting occasional questions. But yes, we we, sh we should do that. We talked in the past about such a doing such a thing. So we we do have this the, a draft it's for the a space project. witches. Yeah. The space oh, witches. Space exactly. witches. That'll happen one day. Space witches will will happen. It will happen with yes. a glam rock soundtrack. It's going to be amazing. Glam rock. <laughs> Bloodwork <laughs> soundtrack. Oh, was this a Gamescom? This was discussed. It might have been. Yeah. Was this was our first, first Gamescom? Yes. We discussing this. I think they might have been. Yeah, space witches. Space, space witches. witches. Yes. But... I still have all my notes. <laughs> you made notes. Of course, I made notes. Oh, I just did drawings. I also did drawings. That's right. Uh... Space witches. Right, and I think we've run out of questions. Come to the end of the really? question line. No more questions? Well, no, I, th I think it's because it, it tended to be the same two questions. Wait, Where I, I'm sure there's a couple. Uh, you asked me something about which locations uh, were different in Scratches. Oh, that's true. I'm asking those. Okay. Uh, were there any locations in Scratches which changed over time since your... This is the final game, or any that got dropped as well. Okay, so the the first yes. Um, oh right, and we have uh, we have some more questions that I'm going to. They're in a channel. Okay. Okay. But okay about that question in particular. So my first idea for the crypt, you know, was to have it yeah. like carved into stone like into a mountain that was my original vision for the crypt and i don't know the reason why we decided to make it uh, a building uh we we went to a local cemetery a lo local graveyard uh which has some wonderful yeah. buildings and we used that one, one of those models for for the game but originally the crypt in scratches oh. was meant to be like much bigger and like more stuff we, were meant to happen in it. Is this the location with the Contra statue puzzle? With the, sorry? The Jesus. I can see the, no, the, that's the, the other questions. That's the chapel. Yeah. Okay. Let so me what, what, look into that channel. Yeah. Okay. The question was, what happened with the Jesus puzzle? Well, thing is, I don't know why people were offended by that puzzle it's not like was it, we was it game boomers i seem to remember because they were caught no i, I don't remember if in game no. boomers i did receive a few angry emails about really? that yeah like why are you doing that with jesus i mean all we did is put a nail in one of his feet for the sake of the puzzle of course yeah. and people didn't like that as if we were like i suppose it's different because i mean you're obviously you're catholic and and, and stuff and i don't know maybe i don't know there might be something because we're obviously we're not here uh but i don't know maybe he was seen as i mean literally people thought it was blasphemy maybe yeah they, they, they felt like maybe we were doing something to the image of jesus itself but it was the only idea was to have like a hidden mechanism and uh yeah the nail was missing you put the nail back 
where it belongs and you activate the mechanism yeah. that was the only idea but yeah that i mean nothing serious happened but uh we, we did get some angry emails about that yeah i mean i remember playing it in the original demo and i remember at the time thinking it was quite hot in comparison to other things in games at the time it was pretty harmless if i'm honest yeah exactly like but, uh, another another question from discord is do any games on ps or xbox uh i guess any of your uh does will we ever see scratches on oh PS yeah, or yeah i mean no 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 we nothing no uh scratches for sure not but uh we do have plans to port asylum to playstation and maybe xbox yeah yeah because obviously being in the unreal engine it probably the porting yeah it's fairly well, easy at least it's possible isn't it it is possible Oh, there's another yeah. question. Will Agustin ever finish Barrow Hill? Well, I'm <clears throat> scared to death of you gas stations. <laughs> Don't bother. It's really boring. It's, it's rubbish. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> I will. It, no, no. I def. I will. Win, I will play it. Of course. Yes. I, I want play, to play them play, all. Play Mist. Play <laughs> <laughs> no. I did. It'll I did. give you more fun. <laughs> you do know there's a sink. Yeah, there was a Barrow Hill 2 as well, believe it or not. Yeah. But so, right, next question. What is the strangest fan feedback or request? Uh, well, like, has anyone said you underwear? Okay, or... I have I had a feedback that was uh, quite something. It wasn't bad or even strange, but it, like, at the time made me blew my mind like there was a, a father i think in a, in a in a family they were like um estranged for whatever reason and right. in the email he told me that they started playing scratches together and like the game broke them all together again which oh. was uh, wow I wasn't sure if it was even creepy. Like, wow, that that's way too much responsibility. Like, the game saved the family. Uh, that was maybe the, oh, the I mean, craziest I mean, feedback. We we really wanted to find out if anyone had died while playing scratches. I guess. I mean, that would be. Does that fun. mean you didn't get my knickers? I posted you. <laughs> I put the right postage on. Yeah, they're huge as well, man. They're very large. Mm. Massive. You wouldn't miss them. Okay, wait, on, there's no. another one. What is the art making process like with even small games? There are, I'm reading a, reading a question. There are so many things to make. How do you avoid being intimidated by such a large project? Um, we are you intimidated don't. every day. <laughs> um, yeah, easy. Yeah, I would say that the process in our case, um, we try to uh think the game like in different in in, in smaller we, we try to divide the game into smaller sections like you know uh yeah. it's an asylum yes but it has rooms and each room has objects so we go one bit at a time one piece at a time yeah. and then we put uh, everything together cool. um yeah it's very demanding yeah yeah I mean, I always find this, this moment, the most exciting parts of a project are always the very beginning when it still feels exciting and then those terrifying moments when you click, you know, upload game to publisher or go on Steam. It's, a, it's the rest of it in between. It's actually just one long, hard slog, really. Yeah, I, An uphill slog. 
Mm-hmm. I like yeah. both both moments. I have to say, yeah. I, precisely yeah. the the first moments of the of the project are very exciting yeah. because you have like a blank slate and you yeah. you are you have complete freedom and that's very exciting. But I do like the the last moments too when you launch the game and people start playing it and you get feedback and you start reading the theories, the reactions. I love that. That was an amazing moment. Oh, I'm normally in a dark. I'm normally in a dark cupboard at that point. The test <laughs> just rocking back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or sleeping. I don't, you know, I don't come out for a week. Or hi- hibernating. Of course, that yeah. that works too. Yeah. yeah. Do you nerves or anything for asylum? You said earlier that you know because people like scratches so much. You're nervous about asylum. I mean, my advice would be people are going to love it because it's so much like from you and it comes from Argentina it's going to be exactly the same as Scratch it's just bigger I imagine and um, well you've got all these characters as I can see the fact no I mean characters. yes for, for sure that in the technical sense and uh, yeah. even in the story I, I think the story is better but what, 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 I, what I'm thinking is that Scratches made such a lasting impression and yeah. I don't know how, I'm still not sure how we will compete with the with the charm maybe, with the with the idea that Scratches introduced. Yeah. Um, we are definitely making sure that everything is, is better and bigger in every regard. But well, you know I mean, what from, I... What, from you know, my yeah. perspective, I think that, you know, Scratches basically gained you a lot of fans yeah, because I remember when I played it, it was it, I, I like depressing games, and I remember that there's the rainy day in the house, and there's mm. cellar of rats music, and you just think, oh god, I could stand day because because of the atmosphere, because of the fact it was well, like I said, it was very melancholy. I think rather depressing is the better word, melancholy. But uh, if there's any of that kind of atmosphere and, and that kind of effort in in uh, Asylum, people will all love it. You yes, know, it's, and uh, it's gonna... you know that was actually a conscious decision. Like at first. We wanted to have a more uh, rough and sinister atmosphere. We do have yeah. in the game, but the me- the melancholy is also back. Like my my brother oh, is excellent. my brother is creating a very uh, a very good soundtrack. Cellar uh, of Rats is no longer around, but uh, the music uh, you're hearing in the game has that same vibe. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, there was a bit of music earlier, and as soon as it came on, I said to Matt, I said, "Is this if you actually?" Arrested soundtrack on by mistake and uh, I don't know I can't help feel that the the music from scratches probably had quite a big impression on a lot of games the fact that you could have this very mentally classical simple music I think probably had a bigger influence than you know maybe sometimes people realize it's uh, I know I put on at least six seven times a year normally mixed with the, the soundtrack from Thief interesting wow, excellent yeah. excellent choice yeah. yes I mean yeah no, it's, Cellar did an amazing Clean, job. Not miserable. Yes. Melancholy. Melancholy music. Perfect. Melancholy game. music. Hmm? Yeah. Right. Next question. Uh-huh. How did the director's cut come about? Oh, yeah. How did the director's cut of Scratches come about? So... I didn't have any plans to do it, but after Scratches, so fans had like many questions. They wanted to know what happened after the game, and the publisher told us, uh, God Game, bless God Game, uh, told us, you oh, know, uh, we love, we love God Game. Yeah. No. Listening. 
Hello, Howard. Hello, Howard. Kisses to you. Thanks for all the money. So uh, <laughs> we we both had a bad experience with with God game. Anyway, um, but at least we can, at least we can laugh about it. We, we, we can laugh about it, of course. Yes. So Howard from God Game insisted that we do a director's cut edition, like a game of the year edition, and yeah. I thought, okay, it's a, it, it was a good idea. It it will give me the chance to fix some of the problems we had in scratches. And yeah. sadly, thanks to the pressure of the publisher, we introduced more problems into the game. Okay. And, yeah. and I'm not really happy <laughs> with it. That's, That's how it happened. works, exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, before you know it whole following you up. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I'm not entirely happy with the last visit. So I think it's a worthwhile addition in general. The last visit. I enjoyed it. I, I played it for the first time the other night. Yeah, I like the protagonist's it's voice. It was very it had a nice voice, and yeah. uh, it felt creepy, but in a again in a kind of eerie, melancholy way, yeah, yeah, which I like. Yeah. I think it's classy. It's good. It it was fine, but anyway, I we we, we could have done with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Caution. I can there's imagine a, it's quite painful. In there's the a end. question with with spoilers. Do you hear? Because under, okay. There are a few questions. Uh, okay. Hey. Yes, there were. The ending of Scratches was very divisive um, because some people loved it and others thought it was too sudden and it didn't wrap up anything. So, yes, I still I do like the original ending. That's something I would never change. I think it works. I think that we wrap up the main question of the game, which is, okay, what are yeah. the Scratches? And and that that was that was the whole point of the story to know that uh, there are some lingering questions and that's the idea I always like to answer the main questions but leave some questions behind so that you yeah, can like fill them out for yourselves at the end yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah no it's it's cool uh, someone has asked is asylum a non-linear story well yes it's very non-linear um, I mean, it has only one ending, uh, so uh, you have like many paths you can follow, and eventually they all converge in the same point. Okay. Now, it's at, at some point in the game something funny happens, and it's been incredibly difficult to design this because it it lasts one night, okay, and right. the time passes by very similar, like in scratches. So. You begin at 7 p.m., You then you have 8 p.m., 9 p.m., etc. And when at, mon at one moment in the game, you can play like three or four hours in any order you, you like. But the problem okay, is that the time for the players will pass, will still pass by linearly. So you can play 9, 8, 11 p.m. in any order you want but of course that for you the players the order the order will be linear for us it's not yeah. and it's been incredibly complicated to yeah. you know deal with that with that issue do you, do you have a mad spider diagram yeah yeah it's, it's nuts it's yeah. nuts yes very but it's like you say because people will encounter the different and i'm guessing you make do, do we get to make any moral choice 
Yeah. No, I no 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 no. So I, they all die. They all they die. all die in the end. They all die. No, yeah. I I don't like. I mean, I like branching puzzles, but not branching storylines. I want yeah. to have one main storyline. Okay. Well, you want people focus on bit that they've decided to follow. Sorry, come and, again. Uh, I I lost you. Well, in a very non-linear game, like let's take an RPG like Fallout. Oh. Yeah. Pretty easy to get what quest you're doing, whereas mm -hmm. what you're saying is basically there's only a few threads that we can follow. It will be a case of which one we choose. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. In an yeah. adventure game, that that doesn't work well for me. Yeah. Okay. How large the cast for Asylum? How Any characters record, or have you finished recording everybody? We still no. We still haven't recorded everybody. Uh, we do have some recordings. I am I am waiting until we reach uh, beta and we have all the text are final, you know, so that we can go ahead and start uh, recording people. Would you like to have a part, Matt? Because I you owe offered you, me. I owe you a role. And he told you. me my script is on. Oh, run, run, you're asking for so much trouble. But would it, even if I recorded it, would I make it into the game? Okay. Uh, of course, yes. I I do have I do have your recording right here if you want to, to compare them. Oh no, it'd be awful. Okay. Yeah, do it later when he's not watching. Okay. I'll put my fingers in my ears. Funnily enough, I have my original script in my hands. Which is always look I know. Always quite cool. I mean, it's a very long script for scratches. I mean, looking at it, it well, it's actually 33 pages. That, that's quite so a lot. Yeah, I, I, I didn't remember it was that that long. Someone is asking, how did you get involved in scratches? And how did that happen? I think I just offered you, like, I knew you were doing voices. I, I think maybe... I think maybe the fact I've had Darkfall 1 and Darkfall 2 published internationally by um, Dreamcatcher at the time may have influenced your thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, it was cool. I remember me and you talked for a long, long time actually before uh, scratches. We went all through the day. The thing I always remember from that time is actually just feeling genuinely excited that there was another nerd out there that could actually think, I'm going to do a game as well. You know, I think that's what I remember meeting somebody else that had an excitement for making games that, and, and wanted to do one because that's the big difference. Yeah, and maybe I, I think I just proposed it, and you said yes, and we were all happy. And yeah, yeah, cool. No, it that's was how good it fun. happened. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, we we were quite yeah. in touch, and I remember asking you a lot about the the business side of things, like uh, how did you sell this, how did you do this. I I think that was oh, before uh, yeah. Dreamcatcher, even when you were publishing the game on your own website. Yeah, it was. It was a long. It was. It was a long time ago. A long time ago. And yes. I don't know. I think. I think the thing that was fun was the fact that we always stayed in contact, and if there was there was anything anything new to share in terms of how to survive. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We always we've always been friends on that regard. And you know, Certainly. developers do that a lot these days. They have mailing lists. They get in touch. They help each other. Yeah. Uh, back then, there was nothing close to a network of indie developers you know to to, no. to get in touch with no so. i mean I, I remember for doing darkfall i mean i used um, macromedia's director so i was actually relying on the macromedia kind of community for right. all the puzzles and i mean 
even saving and loading the game was a was a, a new thing for me. It was not something I don't think I even knew how to do. It was a case of asking somebody else who did know. Yeah. Hell, basically, as that. And then and we've you know we've done it. You know you've got an internationally famous game. You've got a cult behind it, and uh, you know we won in some respects. And I think that, that's what we're looking forward to Asylum because we just want to have more of that experience again and look forward to the future. Yeah, I hope. And I would definitely, I would definitely think about talking about together. Xbox and yeah. PlayStation. And maybe Switch. Mm-hmm. Switch is a great platform, yes. Well, it's very fashionable. You know, everyone I meet, basically, who is younger, is basically, you know, it's crazy. It's like, I'm partial to the iPad I'm too myself. old. I play a lot of adventure games yeah. on the iPad, so uh, that's uh, kind of our priority before Switch now. Yeah. So let me go through a few questions we had. Okay, uh, real scratches. There's no real scratches coming, but funnily, Unreal Engine recently added support for Cinema 4D scenes, which is exactly what we used to make scratches. So in theory, we will be able to simply load one of the files of the games of, of scratches in 3D and play them in 3D. So that's that's possible, actually. Yeah. So, puzzles and story, what comes first? How about that for you guys? How's that process for you? Um, story, I think, comes first. I think it's this the pressing end and then how you get from A to B. Well, I mean, Dark Fall was, Dark Fall was a weird one because it's a non-linear game with a beginning, middle, uh, I remember basically relying quite a lot on television that I'd watched on how to do that. But, you know, it's a strange one, I suppose. I hmm. stories for a reason. I'm a fan of them and I've read a lot of them, so I tend to just do ghost stories. Mm -hmm. In my case, I would say that the story and the main puzzles come together. Like, I, I need to have an overview of what's going to happen in the story and how that yeah. turns into puzzles. Then I work on, on the setting and introduce more puzzles that match the requirements of the story so yeah. I try to make it as organic as possible you know uh, of course the the very basic story the very basic premise of the story comes first then the main puzzles and you start building on top of that question yeah. for all of us there are so many adventure games. How does it feel to have created some of the most classic adventure games? Really? Do you think? That we oh, we love you. Oh, oh, mwah, mwah, I love you. I marry. Mwah. Oh. <laughs> um, it's intimidating. I think proud. I mean, I feel quite proud of Dark for One. Uh, because it, I don't know, I, I, for me, it was just the fact that there were no more points point-to-click adventure games being released in the UK. I, I missed Cryo, I missed Arcs and Tribe, mm. and I thought, well, how difficult would it be made to, to make a new one? And, and, and just for friends and family, I thought at the time. And so to now know that it's something that's loved is cool. What about you, Matt, with Barrow Hill? I, breath. Are we a, is it a classic? It's still selling. It's still out there. I think it's unique. Did I mention it's got a sequel still? Yeah. Um, Dark Path, also available on Steam. Oh, or from yes. us, where we get more money. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's nice that people to the games either repeat playing or new gamers coming along and finding them. Which, and the fact that... The, you've, you've done quite a lot of archaeology work now, though, off of the back of 
that's if you're interested in archaeology. I've, I've been mid dig and someone's walked up to me and said, I love Barrow Hill. Yeah. Uh, can I have a refund? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, being, being an archaeologist in a weird way. And it, it comes from strange places. Uh, you, you meet people and you have no idea only mentioned that they knew what you've made or played it recently or 10 years ago and it's still with them or they've told other people since to go and play. It's quite flattering. Hmm. I mean, Scratches has loads of fans. I mean, I've had people like from all over the world who've come to see the, the other I've set them, but ultimately lots of them had said, oh, the first adventure game I played was Scratches, you know, and I'm always like, damn that, Augustine! Damn that. <laughs> well, you could have stealing my fans, fans too. <laughs> <laughs> Still <Yeah>. bitter. Absolutely. <laughs> um, that, that, that's very, yes. I'm, I, I've always been surprised because um, a lot of people also told me, yeah, Scratches was my first adventure game, and I'm like, what? That wasn't my point so i created scratches for a lot of top tens i mean one went out passed on twitter the other day and it was lots of different boxing you playing for halloween so i scanned the image for one of mine not there but there it was scratches you know mm. it's always there it's um i'm, I'm shocked it's i'm shocked as, really uh, it's, it's very intimidating <laughs> i'd never expected that to happen i i, I swear to you Oh, lap it up. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's a cult game, and it's a cult game for a reason. Cool. Interviews used to have the question, do you think the adventure era is dead? dead or oh, God, this one again. And I think it's more alive than ever. There are more and more adventure games coming. Well, so we'll Star, have to start Star Wars is getting a single-player game this year. Does that count? There you go. Yeah, that's count. It's yeah. never been dead, really. It's never been dead. I know. No, it's like you said earlier, Augusto, it was the fact that people are interested in narrative. Like they're drawn into exactly. a story with their own minds rather than, well, just visual. They never stop being interested, exactly. Or Bitcoin. Do you have any elements you would like to put into your next game which you haven't got time to expand on? That uh, might be like a deal into a DLC? There is... There is an element that I love to include with a lot of research and budget in an adventure game, and that's, wait for it, AI, artificial intelligence. Uh, okay. How, in what sense, in dialogues. One of the main problems in adventure games is how dialogues become so repetitive, you know, after a while. Yeah. Like, if you go again to the character and approach... I know, I, I made a game where you couldn't skip dialogues and I've never been forgiven, so <laughs> I do understand, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 so I, I, I definitely think that there's room for AI in adventure games with a lot of research and done properly, of course. So that's one element yeah. I'd like to, to try somehow. Well, you mean like voice recreation and, and just yeah. artificial synthetic voices and characters? No, I don't know if synthetic voice... Uh, I mean, yeah, it would have to be synthetic, but feel as lifelike as possible. Yeah. But try to come up yeah. with as much uh, randomization and variety as possible in the dialogue itself, without ruining the story, of course, so that it doesn't yeah. become repetitive. So once the character has nothing else to say, try to make-up stuff, you know. Oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. More like real life, really. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Indeed. Do you think, if I 
remember rightly, you've recorded multiple versions of different lines to the dialogues varied already. Uh, in Asylum, yes. In Scratches, no. Ooh, in, in hello? Scratches, hello? Ooh, it disappeared for a second. Are you there? I'm here. Yeah, yeah. No, so... oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, I I was saying that I didn't record any um, variety for scratches. We do have some in Asylum. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, dialogue's complicated, and, and to record dialogue's even more complicated because it's expensive and it's linear. Very. Yes. I mean, the fun thing about being an indie dev, if you if you remove the voice acting, the the algorithms can pretty much do the rest. I mean, do you need voice synthesis to? Present a that would be very helpful for indie games, but again, it? It, needs a lot of, it needs research. Yeah, yeah. So now, are we asking you for definite answers to the uh, votable questions? Which which questions? Sorry. So the questions on the Discord are okay. why can't you sell scratches? Okay, what? Okay, fine. Let me uh, yeah. briefly get into that one, which is the it's complicated. Yeah. Okay, so after Nucleosis was shut down, the rights of scratches were divided like split fifty fifty. So I own fifty percent of scratches, and my ex partner owns fifty percent. And if we don't agree on an issue. Uh, the game can be sold again. So, yeah. of course, we, um, because it wasn't a very friendly uh, separation, we don't agree right. on some subjects and the game can be sold. Um, if it were up to me, I would make, I would be releasing the game for free. Like, for me, Scratches already had its uh, life cycle concluded. Yeah. I mean, I would. Off. Yeah. I would release the original game for free and maybe do a remastered version for a few bucks, even because actual pe people are asking for it. But yeah. I don't mind if you pirate the game by now. Like I really, really don't don't care. We'll leave an uncomfortable site. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I yeah. don't need to download it. I've I, I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't worry about it. I mean. Given the fact it was the first game, commercial game from Argentina, you know, shit happens sometimes, basically. So, uh, yeah, and we're all looking forward to the next. Yeah, so. of course. I think moving on and upwards is always the, the good thing. Moving on is important, yes. Yeah. I see another yeah. question. If Barrow Hill and Darkfall fell in a river and you can only <laughs> save one, which, which would it one be? would it be? Oh, that's. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Jonathan, but Barrow Hill has the gas station, so it has to be Barrow Hill. Right, death yeah. it is no, tonight, no. my love. <laughs> death, <laughs> death. I don't, what is the fascination with gas stations? <laughs> they're, cl they're classic horror environments. Mm. Gas stations are the places you break down exactly. and bad things happen to you. Exactly. It's a, it's a good exactly. sale. You could just say it's a game set in a gas think station. That's as far as he got. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> enough. This stone circles and all sorts of woodland things. To right. I think we covered question uh, I think we almost two here. Data um, engine was part of a project. Yes, and there may what? be difference between original and director's cut. We more or less... Uh, I, I yeah, I think we've done that one. So what was your actual answer, A, B, or C? Okay, my favorite pizza topping. Um, I don't have favorite pizza toppings, I think. Sausage, maybe. Yeah, sausage. Sausage is fine. Definitely not topic. pineapple. 
Definitely not, not pineapple. Not at all pineapple, no. Is there anything no. in the game you've never liked but fans do? Wait, I had the answer to this one. Which, uh, which is it? Which is it? There's something in the game that I don't like and fans do like. And I forgot. Damn it. Curses. No. I can't remember. What do we what do we like in the game? I like the fact that you rendered the baddie at the end into a video cutscene. Because mm -hmm. I remember I mean what did you use? Was what, Max maybe? And, uh, and Maya? No, Cinema. Cinema for the Oh was it? Cinema for the, the obviously you've got you've got Robin turning up at the end of the last visit the other night. Yeah. And uh yeah, it, it it gave me kind of a few feels, like they say these days, about the fact that it was that rendered quality of, of the 90s games. Yeah. Here comes the climax, everyone. Here's the expensive video sequence. That <laughs> you get one video at the beginning and you get one video at the end, and that's pretty much as good as it. Yeah, yeah, it's classic in a way. It's classic, yeah. Yeah, and I, oh. I, I think it, feels, it fits the game well. But I'm thinking, uh, I, I can't remember if there's anything in particular that I don't like, but fans do... Uh, I let people know in Discord if I remember, but uh, not, nothing comes to mind right right now. And, and and I think that's it. Oh, right. Yes. Sorry, I'm reading the answer right now. Imari is right. The rope puzzle. I mean, not the rope puzzle. The rope sequence. When you have to, Is that you know, climbing out the window. Exactly. When you have to climb down the window, I think that was cheesy as hell. But I fans, really liked it. Though. Fans it loved it. Bold, and bold, oh. yeah, bold and totally random. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, it's that adventure thing, though. I mean, in most adventure games, you know. Only walk around with a ladder somewhere in your pocket. So. Well, but yeah, I never quite liked <laughs> you didn't that. Have a ladder, you had a rope <laughs> instead. Well, Barrow Hill, you didn't carry the ladder, you just picked it up and put it down again. All right. You didn't have big enough pockets for that. Well, no, one, no one needs a, someone <laughs> who does it properly. Does Asylum have a gas station? Uh, maybe. You never know. Maybe there's something hidden. You never know. DLC oh. material. Okay. Uh. And you have a question for you. Uh, is Black and Rock is making Black and Rock much more pressured to compete with the original? Come back, Jonathan! Come back, Jonathan! <laughs> Question about that. <laughs> when is it coming out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's just the fact that it's just the fact that I, I can't actually make it on my own. I did the art. I did everything else. But the fact of the matter is, it's DirectX Nine. It needs Matt's full attention, and people, especially in this country in these days, you no one works for free. Just in the old days, it used to feel groovy, and now we all, all seem to be fighting for our lives. And uh, no, I mean, Black and Rock will come back, and it's uh, other people have played some scenes and, and seen it, but it just has an unfortunate habit of going sometimes a bit wrong on the DirectX front. Hmm. And Windows 10 hasn't happened, uh, hasn't <laughs> helped at all, oh, really. No. It never does, never. No. Black and Rock is a much more ambitious project than Lost Crown. To as people will know from Gamescom and meeting uh, after Lost Crown, Jonathan and wrote. Oh yeah, I mean I've, 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 I've recorded. I've recorded all the characters. In, me and my mum cried. You know, the one <laughs> now we're in, I play Nigel. We we were crying at the end of my script, but that was like seven years ago. It's, we sat it's, down uh, and re I think yeah. we recorded dialogues for a year and a half for future games. In the rest yeah. of the series. So earlier we were saying Scratchy's script at thirty pages seems quite long. I think 
I, I think, think so for that. Emma for, Harry recorded for a mist clone. I think that's quite a big score. <laughs> Emma Harry recorded <laughs> eight, not a mist, not a mist clone. Eight hundred pages of dialogue. <laughs> it's a good script as well. I mean, Augusta, your, your script is actually a proper professional script as well. I, I don't even bother with this. I normally just hand people a, a few bits of paper. You just send it's a proper text script. files. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, thank no, you. I'm, I'm going to hang on to it. We need a warehouse for them all. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, Black and Roll Keys will be rising. Uh, it, it will happen over... I think I'm going to do Solomite first, because obviously winter is knocking at the door. I have a dark fall to get out of the way first. Uh, then I'm getting married, and then I'm going to... You're like, you're getting married uh, now, right? I am. In I know, I was conned weeks? into it. Over a, I don't know how. Over a few beers, I was conned into it. It was the glam rock boots from the <laughs> witches game. It's me, the witches game. <laughs> the space witches. Uh, yeah. We definitely make that happen. I would, I'd love to to go uh, to the event, but, you know, uh, life, family, and budget wouldn't allow me. Maybe I can do a Kickstarter for the ticket, air, plane well, we, ticket. We have, yeah, we have to. We're, we're, uh, I think we're probably being Facebook Live uh, type stuff because I think everyone wants to tune in basically for the gay wedding of the year. I know. Yeah. You can't <laughs> throw virtual carriages into my... And, uh, there will be no pink carnations and no silver suits. But there probably will be cards. <laughs> but there might be leather. We'll open cards and it will say, where is Black and Rock in there? Yeah. Where is Black and Rock? <laughs> or it could be like Game of Thrones and we'll just blow the entire place up like Cersei. That would be quite exciting. For that would be appropriate yeah. for horror game developers. Yeah. yeah. Probably, probably Ashley. <laughs> Uh, okay, I think um, we don't have more any more questions. Maybe we can wrap this up. Uh, do you have yeah, well, more questions from the community? Good First time we've talked, really, which is fun. It's been almost nineteen minutes, so uh, that that was fun. Yeah, I yeah. had a good time. Did did you guys Person, have a good time? Yeah, well, I mean, we've been looking forward to it. Like I said, we've. Yeah. I mean, I remember I remember backing um, Asylum straight away and just thinking. Oh, this will be. We just still feel the same. I mean, we don't feel depressed or our lives are lacking asylum anytime soon. But oh, when it arrives, it'll get a dedicated week. I, I need yeah, to be more, more than worth it. Yes, yes. I, I appreciate. I appreciate the vote of confidence. Thank you. It, are you going to do straight jackets? As well? <laughs> Maybe in the premium version of the game. Uh, that will be. Oh, yeah. premium yeah, version. Yeah, pre mm. Of course, yeah, very premium, indeed. And Very premium street jacket, <laughs> street jackets, yeah. yeah. Or adult diapers too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's take a moment to thank our community as well. It's a yes, it's a absolutely. wonderful community. Thank everybody for uh, the You've been an amazing audience, really. And thank you for your unending patience while waiting our games. We we are we are all very committed to our work and uh we do our best not yeah. to disappoint you right yeah if we missed anyone's question sorry yeah wow a lot of people was listening look at that everybody's uh, saying thanks okay cool um thank you hey, thank you really again um, maybe we can do this again someday yeah I, I think so. Okay. I think we should do this again. Let's release some more games. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we could play. We should maybe play, game do like a book yeah. play a game and then chat about it or something. Yeah, yeah. When Nancy Drew's out, are we going to do a. 
Maybe, maybe Sinking City. I'd definitely love to have a chat about Sinking City. I still haven't got over the change of uh, Nancy cast. I know. you. I mean, you're quite a voice actor, really, aren't you? I can't think why. No, no it started with, it started with this dude. <laughs> Okay, All right. guys. Um, well, thank uh, you again for for doing this. It was really, really, yeah. really fun. So uh, let's stay fun. in touch. Yeah. yeah. And you. All right. Okay. Okay. Kisses, kisses to everyone. Yeah, of course. Bye bye. Bye bye everyone. Bye bye. 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 bye.